Hey guys, this is Nick from the Korean Atlas in History. Your support really means a lot to us and we couldn't do this show without you. But the show does take a lot of hard work and effort. If you want to support us, please check out our Patreon site or check our Facebook page for more details. But the best way you can support us is to spread the word. Now, on to the show. Welcome to the Korean Atlas and History. Each episode, we will take you on an exploration through some aspect of Korean culture, the landscape, the history, and more. Today, on the Korean Atlas and History, Korean Mythology, the Korean Creation Myth. The Chronicles of King Chunji is a creation myth traditionally retold by the shamans of Jeju Island. Today, it's one of the best-known creation myths in Korea, and many of the key elements in the story can be found in different creation myths around the peninsula. The following is a telling of the myth. In the beginning, there was the void, a mixture of the sky and the earth. One day, a gap formed in the void. Light objects floated upward and formed the sky. Heavy items floated down and became the earth. From the sky fell a clear blue drop of dew. From the earth rose a dark black drop of dew. The two drops mixed, and all that existed came to be, except for the sun, the moon, and the stars. Even humans and gods came from the two drops of dew. King Chunji, the leader of the gods, awoke to the cry of three roosters. The rooster emperor of the sky, the rooster emperor of the earth, and the rooster emperor of humans. King Chunji knew that the roosters were crowing because there was no sun. To appease them, King Chunji created two suns and two moons. The suns were to rise and fall every day, and the moons were to rise and fall every night. In the mortal world, Sumyong Jangja had become the first human to tame the beasts. Sumyong Jangja had ruled over the humans with his nine horses, nine bulls, and nine bloodhounds. He took the food from the land for himself, and he only left a little bit for the other humans to eat. He rode over the country on his chariots, and he was surrounded by his hounds. To normal humans, he was invincible. One day, he looked out to the sky and cried, Who dare subdue me? King Chunji heard this, and he was infuriated. King Chunji invaded Sumyong Jangja's kingdom on his chariot pulled by five dragons. He ordered his three attendants to accompany him. The General of Thunder, Byolok Jonggun, the General of Fire, Hwadak Jingun, and the Master of Wind and Rain, Pungu Dosa. These generals alone 
had an army of 10,000 soldiers. When King Chunji arrived at Sumyong Jangja's palace, he climbed a willow tree and called to him, Foolish human, kneel before me. Sumyong Jangja sent out all his horses, bulls, and hounds, but with the wave of his hand, King Chungji sent the beasts onto Sumyong Jangja's palace. With another wave of his hand, King Chungji flung all the iron pots in Sumyong Jangja's kitchen into his palace garden. Sumyong Jangja tried to fight, and he fought fiercely, but in the end, he was forced to kneel before King Chungji. King Chunji put an iron ring around Sumyong Jangja's head, and no matter what Sumyong Jangja did, he could not remove it. The iron ring caused excruciating pain to Sumyong Jangja, and he constantly felt as though his head would explode. In desperation, Sumyong Jangja ordered a slave to decapitate him. In amazement, King Chunji removed the ring from around his head. King Chunji had come to Earth to defeat Sumyang Jangja, but after doing so, he didn't return to heaven immediately. King Chunji spent the night at Grandmother Baekju's cottage. While there, King Chunji heard someone brushing her hair in the next room and asked who it was. Grandmother Baekju answered that it was her only daughter, Miss Chongyong. Chongyong was fairer than the eastern heavenly ladies, and King Chunji asked if he could have her. Grandmother Baekju agreed, and that night Miss Chongyong became Mrs. Chongyong, or Chongyong Buin. King Chunji stayed with Chongyong Buin for four days, and then left. As he left, he gave her two gourd seeds, and he told her to name their children Big Star or Daebyo and Little Star, or Sobyeo. Chongyong Buin gave birth to identical twins, and she did name them Daebyeo and Sobyeo. One day, when the twins asked about their father, she told them he was King Chunji, and she gave them the gourd seeds. The twins planted the seeds, and immediately vines sprouted from the seeds and grew up to the heavens, and they latched onto the left armrest of King Chunji's throne. The twins climbed the vines until they reached the palace, but their weight broke the armrest as they climbed. That is why, in Korean culture, all thrones have no left armrest. Upon meeting his sons in the heavens, King Chunji told them that it was difficult to rule the heavens, the earth, the mortal world, and the netherworld. He asked the twins for their help to rule and to have a contest to see which part they could rule. Their contest began with riddles. Daebyeo, or Big Star, would ask Sobyeo, or Little Star, two riddles. If Sobyeo was right, he would rule the mortal world, and Daebyeo would rule the netherworld. If Sobyeo was wrong, Daebyeo would get the mortal world, and Sobyeo would get the netherworld. Daebyeo's first question was this. Why do the leaves of some trees fall while the leaves of others do not? Sobyeo said that the trees that were hollow had leaves that fell. Trees that were not hollow had leaves that did not fall. But Daebyeo pointed out the reed, a hollow tree that did not lose its leaves. Daebyeo's second question was this. Do plants in the high regions or low regions grow better? 
So Biao answered that plants in low regions grew better. Daybiao pointed out that hair in high areas, such as your head, grows better than in low areas, such as your feet. With this, Sobyeol had gotten both questions wrong and Daebyeol had won, but Sobyeol pleaded to have a new contest. Daebyeol, who was soft-hearted and kind, gave in and allowed for a second contest. The second contest was to see who could grow flowers better over a period of 100 days. Whoever's flowers grew better would rule the mortal world, and whoever's were worse would rule the netherworld. Over time, though, it became obvious who was winning the contest. Daybiel's flowers were full of life, yet Sobiel's flowers were dried up and dying. On the evening of the 99th day, Sobiel only pretended to sleep, and at night, he repotted the two flowers. The next day, early in the morning, he presented the plants to King Chunji, and he was proclaimed the winner. Thus, Daybiel ruled the netherworld, while Sobiel ruled the mortal world. Upon coming to the mortal world, the first thing Sobyeol did was to personally defeat Sumyang Zhangja and force him to kneel before him. Then, Sobyeol ordered his soldiers to rip Sumyang Zhangja into four pieces and throw the pieces into the sky. As the four pieces flew into the sky, they turned into flies, mosquitoes, and bedbugs, which still plague mortals to this day. Sobyo also destroyed Sumyang Zhangja's family. His daughter turned into a bean weevil, and his son turned into a bird of prey. Finally, Sobyo burned down Sumyang Zhangja's palace. But after all this, Sobyo saw that the mortal world was in chaos. Grass, trees, fish, birds, beasts, and humans alike all spoke, making the world extremely loud. Humans could not talk to one another, because whenever they tried, a ghost would answer the question. The two suns in the sky burned people by day, and at night people froze. And finally, humans were extremely aggressive, promiscuous, and unjust. Sobyeol asked Daebyeol for help. Daebyeol prepared his iron bow, two arrows, and five sacks of pine dust. Daebyeol used his first arrow to shoot down one of the suns in the sky. The remains of the destroyed sun became the stars of the east sky. When night came, he shot down one of the moons. Its remains became the stars of the west sky. He then spread the pine dust upon the world. The pine dust rendered everything it touched incapable of speech, save humans. Finally, Daebyeol sorted out the humans from the ghosts. The lighter beings were ghosts, and the heavier beings were humans, and thus the two were distinguished. However, Sobyeol forgot to tell Daebyeol about the chaotic habits of humans. Thus, humans remained aggressive, promiscuous, and unjust, and do to this day. Sometime after this, Chongyong was given the title of Earth Goddess, or Bajiwang. In this way, the realms each came to have a ruler, King Chunji over the heavens, Sobyeol over the mortal world, Daebyeol over the netherworld, and Bajiwang over the earth. We hope you have enjoyed the Korean Atlas and History. Much of our information 
has been obtained through the Namu Wiki and Wikipedia. If you want to learn more or study the Korean names of these places, check out our Memrise tool. If you wish to download all the episodes of this podcast, want more information, or want transcripts of this podcast, visit us at www.koreanatlasandhistory.com. If you wish to send us an email, you can email us at koreanatlasandhistory at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.